Hello. Welcome guys. to Pendel Youth Leadership Live. Uh, I'm Corinne. I'm Mike, and we're excited to be with you guys, and this is take two, so hopefully you can hear us right yes. now. Yes. <laughs> so we were just saying, you couldn't hear us, but we were saying, we're coming off of three weekends of winter retreat that Could were you tell? phenomenal, <laughs> but we're a little yes. jumbly. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good. But it's good. Uh, and speaking of winter retreat. <laughs> we were talking about winter retreat, and you were sharing a little bit about um the impact that Elise yeah, made Yeah, I, I really liked our speaker this week, Elise Wood. Um, her and her husband Blair were with us, and um, I appreciated that she spoke the word of God boldly with conviction and urgency. And I believe students responded really, really well. Um, altars full after every service. Yeah. And, um, and one of the parts that I love about what we do at Pendle Youth at events is we create... Um, opportunity and space for students to respond to the Holy Spirit yes. in in the room right then and there to uh, to hear from him and then share what they're hearing mm. and uh, whether that looks like prophesying and praying over their friends or uh, lots of different ways that that manifests but it's so cool right. um, to be a part of that no agreed. I love that agreed. I love it and, yeah. and speaking of like praying for each other or praying over each other and things like that one of the highlights for me was actually during our Youth Alive workshop um, where both Alicia and I shared a little bit of, you know, uh, different things within the workshop of the importance of sharing the gospel and not allowing man's opinion mm-hmm. to cause us to hesitate to share yeah. to share the gospel with others. Uh, but at the end of it, we took about 20 minutes or so to pray. Mm-hmm. And at, at a certain point, we're like, all right, any students or any other leaders want to come up? And we had several students come on up and just praying over their schools, praying so cool. for each other. Like our last student-led prayer was someone like casting out the the spirit of fear of man mm. and allowing the the fear of God to be in our hearts. Oh, and it was such a such a powerful moment. That's so good, and, yeah. And um, I know we were just talking how there are some students now who are getting back to us saying like, "Hey, I, I'm going to be a campus missionary, yeah. or I need to start sharing Jesus." And that's that's what we're that's what yeah. it's all about there. Yeah. So um, one of my favorite things um, that I, you know, I do all the social media for Pendel Youth and I put all these question boxes on our story mm. after every weekend. And it's just beautiful to see all of the testimonies of um, healing and freedom. And yeah. I, I put on there like, what is God speaking to you? And it's just beautiful to right. hear the students responses. Um, yeah. So cool. Right. And, so I, cool. I, and I think it goes back to just the the tone that Elise set, right? Mm-hmm. Because even that first night, and maybe I'm wrong with on this stat, so correct me if I am, if I've over uh, hyped it or not, but wasn't there like 16 healings or so that first night I don't night know, the but altar? there were a lot. Yeah, yeah, I think that the number was 16 healings that took place, and we heard bits and of And that's physical. Physical yeah. healings. And, and we heard some students te- mm-hmm. testify about those things. But yeah. that just shows, like, oh, we don't have to wait for a certain night during during God that time. God moves now. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And God can move that way. He wants to move that way in your youth group every single week. Yeah. So, yeah. It's not just a weekend yeah. retreat. So. so good. So, um, yes, today on our broadcast, we will be hearing a pre-recorded message from uh, Kyle Drost. He was our week one winter retreat speaker. And while he was in town, he sat down with Joe and they had a little conversation um, and uh, the title is going to be Pentecostal Excellence. Mm. Um, but before we get to that, we have a lot of very time sensitive announcements yes. that we want to just uh, remind you of this morning um, because 
they're time sensitive. Yeah, and they're coming up quickly. Really, like. really, really quickly. In <laughs> fact, we have a huge day. one that's <laughs> happening on Thursday. Kind Which of it, Wednesday night. Wednesday but, night into Thursday. Yeah. And that's camp registration. Ooh. Who's excited for this? I've heard, Me. I've already heard some. <laughs> I've already heard some youth pastors being like, I'm, I'm getting my coffee ready. I, I'm, yep. I'm ready They're to go. They're getting their energy so, drinks. So yeah. registration opens up at midnight, February 1st. Yeah. So um, after youth group guys, honestly, we would just encourage you to yeah. get everything ready. and Stay st- up late. Yep. Wednesday night. Start registering for, for either camps one, two, three, or four. Yeah. Um, we briefly do want to talk about each of the camps, yeah. right? And yeah, yeah. different speakers. And I would say this too, when you're choosing your camp, like because there's four camps this year, yeah. exciting, we don't believe it's going to be quite the crazy mad rush um, to get your registrations in on time. And because we're asking everyone to be um, intentional with your registration. Right. So that means register for the amount that you already know are going to be coming mm-hmm. or what you predict is going to be coming, not your um, not your dream number right. of students to bring to camp because we want everyone to be able to be there. Absolutely. Um, so I don't think it's going to be quite the like bottleneck that it was oh last goodness, year, yeah. <laughs> um, but I still do suggest you stay up and get those things in as soon as you can. I, I want to see if someone will beat Ruth Yoder again this year. He hmm. talks a big game. Of... He does talk a big game. <laughs> but, so. yeah, I've, I've heard I've heard there's other people yeah. that are ready. So. so We'll see what happens. It'll be good. But, It'll be really um, good. <laughs> with each of the camps, we do have different speakers. And so we just briefly want to share a little bit about uh, those speakers. At Camp 1, we have uh, Daniel Kahn. Uh, who's a youth pastor and media director for Calvary Christian Church in Linfield, Massachusetts? Yeah. And so we're excited to have him coming in during Keep One or Keep One Camp, Camp One Camp Again One. Again with the jumble. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking Week One. <laughs> Anyways. But Camp we we one. no longer say Week. Yes. It's Camp One through Four. Yes. Because so. it gets confusing. <clears throat> so Daniel Kahn, I don't know anything about him personally, but he is. A friend of Joe Callie's friend. That's okay. what I understand. Okay. And uh, Joe has heard him and he likes him and agrees with, with uh, I don't know, the Holy Spirit helped Spirit. pick him. Yes. So so he's coming for Camp 1 um, and we're really excited. Yes. Yeah. And then Camp 2. Camp 2, Giselle Flores. She's coming uh, for Camp 2 and she is actually the DYD of the Spanish Eastern District. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has recently spoken at University of Valley Forge and we heard raving reviews from all of like our interns yes. and students we know that go there. They were like, you should have Giselle, you should have Giselle. And uh, actually that was already, uh, Joe's heart was already moving in that direction. Right. So that was a little bit of confirmation um, that she's awesome and we're excited to have her in. Exactly. Um, and if you, we're gonna put in the chat all of their uh, Instagram handles. Yes. If you wanna do a little stalking, check them out. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Giselle, she is the UID of Spanish Eastern District, which is kind of cool because right. that overlaps Pendel. Right. Um, so it's like maybe you have students that are in the same, literally living in the same region. Absolutely. As her district. So yeah, That'll pretty cool. cool. Uh, and in Camp 3, we have both Blair and Elise Wood, who was here uh, during uh, weekend winter retreat three but during this camp both Blair and Elise this time around will be speaking. will be speaking yeah and that's a new development yeah so yeah that's that's pretty exciting that's cool. um 
For those who weren't at this weekend retreat and, uh, about Blair and Elise, uh, they are out of the Arizona Ministry Network. Um, they are both working with a, uh, or have founded a nonprofit called Ripple Effect Ministry, which where they're helping young adults grow in their calling yeah. into ministries, which I think is really cool. really cool. When I was looking at their ministry a little bit more, like they have this six week cohort, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly, and just the testimonies that come from that is great. Um, and they're also in the process of planting a church, so um, which which is awesome. I think their vision is plant the church near like Arizona State University, where there's a, thousands of young adults. Yeah. So uh, we're excited to bring them back in again. Very this awesome. Yeah, yeah, I have uh, high expectations. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. And then Camp Four. Um, he has been our camp speaker before. Reggie Hill is coming back into town, and I love Reggie. He is a powerhouse. He's so awesome and really, really fun. Yeah. Um, but he is the young adult pastor for Journey Church in Wisconsin, um, and he he kind of oversees both youth and young adults at the church, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's had experience for over a decade um, working there. So. It's good. Yeah. Excited. So we've got really a, excited. we've got a great lineup of yeah. for each of the camps, and yeah. again, we'll put in the the comments here a little bit later their IG handles. Is yeah. That how you say it? IG handles. I Is guess. Your... Okay. <laughs> Just going with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> So you guys, again, so you guys can look and, and find more information. Yeah. And also just uh, reminding you that like, if you don't, for some reason, make it into the camp you wanted to get into, all of these speakers are phenomenal. Absolutely. UVF Worship will be us with us through all of them. Right. Um, and so the experience will be uh, just as powerful at all of the camps. Right. Um, but yeah, really, really, really excited. So this Thursday at min, uh, no, no, Wednesday midnight, midnight, aka Thursday, 12 a.m., February 1st. Be there. Pendeluth.com slash camp is where you can get all the registration done. Um, reminder that um, we do have a three, uh, three payment process mm-hmm. for camp registration this year. So um, you're going to be asked to pay an initial deposit of $75 per student and leader mm-hmm. that are coming um, on February 1st. And then again, April 1st, you will need to pay your second payment uh, that will secure those spots and you're committing at that point to pay out the rest of it before camp. Correct. So, yep. And yeah. again, if you have any questions, because we know that this process is new, mm-hmm. again, please visit our website. It will break down everything. Yeah. Or give us a call at the office or email maria at pendel.org. Uh, malbanese at pendel.org. Yeah. Awesome. Woo! Okay. Other There's a couple other time-sensitive things. Yes. So. Another uh, deadline coming up next week. Next, yeah. Next, next week. week is fine arts registration. <laughs> yeah. So the thing about fine arts registration is it's it's open right now, so you can be registering all the way up until the ninth. So please, if you can, go ahead and get your registrations in as soon as possible, mm-hmm. uh, because at after the ninth, that will be a hard cutoff, hard. and there is no exceptions after that. Okay. So that is a hard cutoff, February 9th. Um, so please make sure all your registrations are in before then. And note that if you have uh, students with writing or um, video entries, they must also be uploaded to the website via the links um, that are on there, pendelyth.com slash fine arts. So again, get those done before the 9th. Yes. Yeah. For the ninth, because very, very, very again, important. Again, I was saying it's a hard deadline, and if you call and say, "Oh, we missed it," or something, you know, yeah, can't, can't guarantee. Your students will be sad. Yes. We'll be sad too, but 
You gotta, we gotta do it. So right. we gotta cut, you gotta make a hard line right. and you know, <laughs> you know how it is. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then one more deadline we have coming up. Uh, the AIM mission trip, uh, all applications and $125 deposit must be postmarked by February 16th. So yeah. in just a couple of weeks or so, yeah. which is crazy to think about. That. And you're going on that trip. I am. I am. And I'm really excited for it. I'm, um, Excited to see what God is going to do in the city of New York while partnering with NYSEM. I've never uh, worked with the ministry before, but I've heard a lot of great things. And um, I think it's going to be really cool, uh, especially some campus missionary students that yeah. are going to come on this trip to to go into a large city like New York and yeah. be able to preach the gospel message. There. I would go so far as to say if you have campus min- missionaries mm-hmm. in your um, ministry, Encourage them to go. Yes. Um, not only will they have firsthand experience, uh, but they'll be surrounded by people that they don't know on the team, which is stretching and challenging and encouraging. And they'll get time with Mike yeah. um, to get to know him and uh, and to just grow right. with other campus missionaries. So anyway, that wasn't in the script, that's, but, that, but that I, think, I think I think it, it might be nice. Yes. Um, yeah. And then one final thing, and this is for next week. Finally. Um, <laughs> next Monday, uh, we will be up in Erie for a Erie Youth Pastor Gathering next Monday. Now, that I don't have all the details with me, so contact Pastor Joe Kelly. He'll have the information for you guys in regards to that. I believe there, I believe it is a lunch and a dinner gathering based mm-hmm. on those who can come and, and based off schedules and that. But Pastor Joe will have all the information regarding that, and that will be on Monday, okay. next Monday. Sweet. Wow. Well, that was a lot of info <laughs> for you. Um, thanks for sticking around. Um, at this time, we're going to transition to the video of Pastor Kyle Dross talking with Joe Cali From us, it's been a lovely time today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out together. Um, we'll see you around, and we're really excited um, for all that God has in store for you guys and your ministries. Are you ready? We're ready. All right, See here we go. Hey friends, uh, I'm here with Kyle Dross. He's a native to Pendel, and we're excited to have him on today. Um, so Kyle, just introduce like, hey, like when you got into youth ministry, why you got into youth ministry? Let's go from there. Yeah, uh, you know, growing up in Pendel, uh, my father was a youth pastor uh, since I was just a few weeks old. Mm-hmm. And his first network event was actually Winter Retreat in 1996. Uh, I would have been just a baby at the time, but I grew up watching my dad doing excellent youth ministry. And I, as much as they displayed healthy, good youth ministry, I kind of told the Lord, I don't want to do two things. I don't want to do youth. And I don't want to do kids. And, uh, you know, it, it was one of those things where the Lord began to work on our hearts and gave us an opportunity in the ministry to start a brand new youth ministry in 2016 um, in a small town. Mm-hmm. and how the Lord just began to open up doors uh, in that, that sphere. And uh, now we, we love it. Amen. And so very Amen. thankful for it. Amen. So in 2016, you became a youth pastor, or planted a youth ministry, yep. right? Um, and so now from youth ministry, how long were you youth pastor for? Yeah, so I was a youth pastor for five and a half years. Okay, and then what did you step into? So I stepped into uh, a role in Western Alaska, mm-hmm. where I would travel to villages, uh, preach in tribal halls, different churches, things okay. like that. And uh, I don't know what you would call that, but uh, fulfilled maybe the role of the evangelist okay. uh, and things like that um, for about a total of two years. Mm-hmm. So in your roles in youth ministry, all right, 
um, what is one thing that you can buy, like share with us, like a leadership thought or, Hey, if I was to do youth ministry right now, this is something that would be most, Hey, this is what I make important. Yeah. I, I would say with, with youth ministry, um, you have to really take seriously what you do. And I don't mean like, it should be fun. I yeah. feel like ministry is a blast. Teenagers are fun. It's funny. I was sitting with my parents, uh, just this morning. My mom leaned over to my dad. She's like, don't you miss youth ministry? Look how fun this is. You know, <laughs> not that they don't have fun now, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I would say, um, but you should take it very seriously. God put you there for a reason. You know, I was sitting with a man who's over a ton of churches uh, just a few months ago. And he said, Kyle, if you could show people Pentecostal excellence, if, if you could take, you know, take seriously what you do and, and do it at a high level, but we're, we're people of the spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're people who ultimately, at the end of the day, uh, I, I love I love our youth pastors. I, I love our senior pastors, but I'm not impressed with people. You know, I, I'm impressed with the moving of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that when you realize that you've been handed the opportunity to speak into students lives. You know, I haven't been at this a real long time, but I've been at this long enough where I have I have former students who have youth, youth, you know, youth ministries. Mm-hmm. At, at some of these events. And it's just, it's just a real joy. It's a real joy to see uh, students mature. So I know that's like, that's kind of like mashed potato thoughts. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you can draw, drop down to God's giving you this opportunity for a reason, don't, don't be so in love with a one day moment. One day I'm going to oh. senior pastor. One day I'm going to travel as an evangelist. One day I'm going to, you, you, you've been given this high privilege and calling and I don't think I have to even say what the statistics are mm-hmm. of people who make a decision to follow Jesus Christ before they turn 18. Mm-hmm. You know, not that we compare our ministries or anything like that, but you can actually make a pretty, pretty good case that youth ministry is one of the most important demographics yes. of ministry. And so I would, I would just encourage any person who's watching, any person who's listening to this right now, don't wait for that one day. Your one day is actually right now. And, uh, and, and treat it with excellence, treat it, treat it as a, as God put you there to display his power. You know, Paul said in first Corinthians two, he said, I didn't come to you with enticing words of men's wisdom. And we know mm-hmm. that Paul could have done, he, he could have did that. Oh yeah. And you know, the history of that is so, so amazing because it's right after Acts 19, that he wrote first Corinthians and Acts 19 is the Mars Hill experience. Yeah. And the Bible says that some believed. Some denied and some said, we'll hear you later on this. And Paul's approach at Mars Hill was a philosophical approach to ministry. And you think about if there's anybody qualified to do that, it's him. Wait, Paul could do it. Yeah, Paul could do it. He's a Pharisee amongst Pharisees. He, 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 when it concerns the law, there's perfection in his life. And yet he says, you know what? I, I am not coming to stroke your mind. I'm not coming to... To, to just, and we should engage, you know, I'm not saying we check our brains at the door, but what I am saying is well, some students do, some <laughs> students do, uh, preferably middle schoolers. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, you know, we are people of the spirit yeah. and, and there are things that in all of our striving and everything that we do, ultimately the Lord knows how to take care of his church and take care of our students. Like you said, Pentecostal excellency, like how does that, like talk that through real fast, because yeah. I know sometimes people get weirded out by the movement of the Holy Spirit sure. and things like that. Like, yeah. um, I think for, yeah, just anyway, just talk that real fast. Yeah, yeah. I, like? I would say, I mean, in a nutshell, you should do 
you, your, your services should have structure. Mm-hmm. In the Old Testament, the Spirit didn't fall until there was structure in the temple. Your, your service should have structure and you should plan and you should do everything you can to provide the absolute best service you can. Mm-hmm. However, knowing that ultimately Jesus is the, is the founder of the church, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it, what he starts, he'll complete. And so you, you work in excellence. You plan. You, you should be reading more than anybody else. You should be studying more than anybody else, but knowing that ultimately it's his service right. and making room, give an altar call. Yeah. You know, call students to a place of decision, lay hands on students, do what Jesus said to do. And really, that's what we should be excellent in. That's good. That's good. Um, so and youth ministry and then tell them what like, what are you doing now, man? Yeah. So so uh, we're the very first youth alive missionaries in the, the yeah. state of Alaska. And so for about the last 16 months, uh, we've been uh, laboring in that field and uh, launching campus missionaries. We just saw 400 campus missionaries get launched uh, this past October, um, as well as clubs are popping up all over our state. Youth That's pastors good. are becoming, uh, they were always missional, but now it's just a, a reigniting fire of being mission-minded in their communities. That's really good. That's good. Well, Kyle, thanks so much for sharing, man. And uh, could you do us the favor and would you just pray for our youth pastors and leaders that are watching oh, this uh you know, that God would help them to do everything in excellence absolutely. and to uh, operate in the gifts and of the Spirit. Yep, absolutely. Let's go. Well, Father, we thank you so much for the opportunities, Lord, to uh, to labor in the garden that you've entrusted to us, God. I pray that we would be people uh, who, who, yes, uh, we would be theologically sound and we would do things in excellence, Lord. But we thank you that that you're also the founder of the church and you had given gifts unto your people. We see that in Ephesians chapter four, God. We thank you, Lord, uh, for the ministries and the gifts and the fruit of the Spirit. We ask you that we would always be people of the Spirit. We'd have intimate fellowship and relationship with you, Jesus, and we would do the things that you've called us to do, that before you ask, you have our yes. We love you, we honor, we glorify you, and I bless every person who's watching this. May they experience explosive growth and intimacy in their, their youth ministries and their spheres of influence in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Kyle. Thank you guys for watching and uh, stay connected. Check out our website and all that stuff. So appreciate you. God bless.